but that's alright. Hush. Hey guys, it is Tristan with Nerd Out's Newsstand, and today we are going to talk about something that's probably not super popular on my channel, but it is Pride Month, so I want to talk about it. I want to talk about LGBTQ plus representation, and really more talk about my favorite uh, gay superheroes, right? So let's talk a little bit about the history of LGBTQ characters in DC Comics, then we're going to get to the good part, I promise. So the Comics Code Authority established in 1954 to actually regulate comics and in doing so banned any reference to LGBTQ characters or homosexuality. So basically, in any reference to gay characters, to gay themes was banned for nearly 30 years, right? So this takes us to the 80s when we have a Strano who was the first DC gay character and he wasn't even introduced until 1988. When I was looking up the different facts about representation in comics, some of these really blew my mind. I'm like, 88? My God, that wasn't that long ago. It really wasn't. So he was very much so a walking stereotype, right? He even contra uh, contracted AIDS and then was at fault for giving his whole team AIDS. So not exactly the representation most people would want, right? So in the same year, we actually saw then the first lesbian in Superman by the name of Maggie Sawyer. A few years later, this takes us to 1992, we saw John Constantine come out as bisexual and has been ever since. Definitely a suggested reading would be Tom Taylor's recent three-story black title, John Constantine. It is amazing, and he sleeps with Lucifer, and it's fun, and it's silly, and it's, it's absolutely awesome. So that takes us through the 90s, right? We're going to talk about the 90s. We saw more characters either introduced or come out of the closet. One was Pied Piper, a known Flash enemy. And then we had a hero of the the Iced Maiden, right? But what amazes me is it was not until 1998 when DC allowed its first same-sex kiss with Mikhail Thomas's Starman and his boyfriend, Tony. Now, we also did see Judd Winnick write a story in Green Lantern books with Kyle Rayner about his teenage assistants, Terry Berg, coming out and being beaten down because of doing so by bigots. And, and then Kyle, of course, brings them to justice. Then that takes us a little bit further. In Gotham Central, we saw Renee Montoya outed by Two-Face because he couldn't have her, right? And in 2006, we saw the most high-profile gay character get her own book, Batwoman, of course. Gail Simone gave us a little insight as to Catman being the most high-profile bisexual male character in DC Comics until... James Tinian. And that was just recently in 2020 created Ghostmaker. And he's become a huge part of the Batman mythos, right? So back to 2011, we saw the first openly gay Titan by the name of Bunker. And the next year, Earth 2 brought us our currently openly gay version of Alan Scott. Now, 
It wasn't until 2013 did we see the actual first openly trans character by the name of Alicia Yao, who became who came out to Batgirl in Batgirl 13 by Gail Simone. The first gay male character to headline a comment was actually Midnighter, and that wasn't until 2006. And the first gay wedding wasn't even in DC Comics. It was in Marvel, not until 2012. And that was X-Men's openly gay character, Northstar. So why am I telling you this? Well, again, of course, it's Pride Month. And to give you a timeline, when people complain about new characters being openly gay, bisexual, or part of the LGBTQ community to show you just how new of a concept it is to have in comics. It, it, it hasn't even been 10 years since they allowed gay characters to marry and barely 20 years for a, a same-sex couple to kiss. It's ridiculous. Not to mention when doing research for this video, I realized that they have DC Comics specifically, right? 35 LGBTQ plus characters in DC Comics, which of 10 are normally used. And of those 10, two of the characters are betrothed to other characters. And I'm talking about Wonder Woman and Catwoman. That leaves us with eight. Considering that DC uses about at least 200 characters each month, I, I was shocked to find out that only eight of them we're LGBTQ+. And that leads us a little bit to percentages here because we got to compare it to the national audience. So about 4% of DC characters are LGBTQ+. Now I'm talking about active characters because if you put in how many are inactive, it would be about less than 1%. So I'm talking active. Now looking at a Gallup poll from... February of 2021, we see that America is made up of about 6% people that identify as LGBTQ+, meaning yes, DC Comics is still a little low, but very close to their goal of representation, which surprised me. But again, we're talking about active characters. If we look and say 35 LGBTQ plus characters in a catalog of DC that has thousands, it's pretty bad. But when we bring it to the ones that are active, it makes a lot more sense. Now, now that the boring stuff is over, let's talk a little bit about my favorites. <laughs> so, of course, I can't get, do this video without mentioning Harley and Ivy. I think if you're been on my channel for any length of time, you know that they are two of my absolute favorite characters. I love Harley. I love Ivy. She is the eco-terrorist that will probably steal your boyfriend with her with her kiss, but maybe also steal your girlfriend, too. I, I love it. I love her. So, Newer characters that I absolutely love are Wink and Airy. Now, Wink is non-binary. They were introduced into Tom Taylor's Suicide Squad, and I, I really enjoyed them. They were great brand new additions, and I'm hoping that we see more because as of right now, the new Suicide Squad has nothing to do with them. Now, of course, Midnighter is always going to be one of my favorites. Now, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Apollo's a little boring to me, and, and I love how 
they're almost Batman and Superman, right? Except for Midnighter's psychotic and he's amazing. And we're seeing him going against Andrew Trojan now. I'm not, uh, Trinot, I'm not sure how to say his last name. And it's really, really fun. It's by Becky Cloonan. She's doing a great job. So I love Midnighter. Apollo, I could do without, but I don't think Midnighter would be too happy about that. So another great character that I think needs to be mentioned here is Renee Montoya. One of these, she's always been that character that had nothing to do with being gay in her character. She was just gay and it didn't matter because she was badass cop. She was a badass question and everything in between. So I really enjoy her. Now, if we're going to take a look at the Watchmen side of things, we, of course, have Hooded Justice, Hooded Justice and Captain Metropolis. And he definitely, I love Silhouette. I feel like she wasn't used enough, especially in before Watchmen. But at least we got an idea of who she is. So another one I should have mentioned in that 10, so it brings it down more to seven, is Constantine. Because yes, Constantine sleeps around, but again, he's kind of betrothed to Zidana. I don't think I'll ever really see them apart, just like I won't see Catwoman and Batman apart. And I love all of these characters. I love the new, new version of Flash from Future State, Just Chambers, one of my favorite characters that was introduced into Future State, a really good speedster and quite fun, to be honest with you. And I think a lot of these characters at DC, always their heroics, for the most part, come first. If you take a look at the 2006 Batwoman, we saw a beautiful Kate Kane and Maggie Sawyer. Yeah, there was a lot of controversy. Actually, they lost two employees at that time because they wouldn't let them marry. But in that story, we see a character that stands up for her values, that stands up for who she is, that stands up for Gotham and has a girlfriend. And, and, and I love that about it. So I think it's definitely, definitely awesome to see on Doom Patrol, which I am going to eventually do a review of, but Negative Man's story on there is absolutely amazing. And how they do it with him being, you know, quite a bit older than we are seeing now in what he portrays. I really like his story and, and him meeting his um lover from the time and that kind of final solace between them. So let me know, of course, what you guys think. Let me know who you're favorite pride characters are for this month and uh, i will see you in the next one bye bye